Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast and for this episode we have a very special guest with us Ms Pooja Mehta who is the Chief Operating Officer at Jito Incubation and Innovation Foundation. Hi Pooja, thank you for joining us. Hi Arshit, thank you so much. Happy to have you. So could you please take us through your career journey so far? Sure. So so Arshit uh, it's been approximately 17 odd years that I've been in this uh, professional of uh, working women. I have uh, done my MBA in finance from a Mumbai University, Mumbai uh, Chetna Institute from Bandra. Done my graduation from NM, which is in uh, Ville Parle. Uh, completely born and brought up in Mumbai. And uh, post my MBA, I have done a two years uh, work experience in financial equity analyst. I worked there for two years. Then moved on, to worked with a steel trading uh, traditional company, uh, uh, grow, grow, grew that company from 40 crore to 400 crore. Uh, maximum time of my career has been in that company. After that, I took a sabbatical and then I rejoined this community organization uh, just with an incentive and agenda to give back to the society uh, of our community. Being Jane myself, uh, thought to join this community. So 2017, I joined this organization. Since last six years in this organization, uh, we're working towards uh, startups and uh, incubating startups. So that's been a, a short story of the long journey that I've been through. Amazing journey, I must say. So, I mean, how did this happen? You started with finance as, as you know, the base of your career, and then you moved to being in the startup. Uh, building sort of thing. So how did that happen? So interesting question. So at least I believe in and what my thought is that uh, whatever you study, you rarely get a chance to implement over it. Mm-hmm. It is just the uh, initial moment of your uh, education, your career, then when you're choosing a path, you know, whether it become do, do a CA, do MBA, do CFA or, or do BMS or so on and so forth. So uh, the same thing happened with me. Mm, uh, I was in NM. I was a studious child. Uh, never uh, looked uh, anything or enjoyed apart from book reading, studying and all. And so I opted to do an MBA. Uh, simple reason because it's a fast forward process uh, in CA it's a lengthier process it takes time to get out of a CA MBA you get in get out so uh, earlier it is to be said that MBA is difficult to get in and easy to get out CA is difficult to get in and difficult to get out uh, so MBA was the story that I opted for did my MBA in finance uh, could utilize what I learned in my equity analyst but uh, when I moved to a traditional company because I felt an equity analysis to back in kind of and work when I am very rarely getting a chance to meet management talk, wherein more of the uh, higher end uh, analysts and technical analysts and they get meet through the managements of all the listed companies. So I decided to move out of that. And uh, just that moment, uh, uh, this company knocked the door and I landed up still being there. Never used anything that I've learned in my MBA in this particular practical experience of my finance. 
uh, with the entire experience, we learned how to grow that company and it, it goes with the flow and goes during the journey. Then I took a sabbatical, had no intent to go back because I was very comfortable with the, with the comfortable and uh, uh, nice, satisfying life I was having back home. But this opportunity knocked the door where they spoke of that they, uh, and this was my ex-boss who got me this opportunity, that they're coming up with this uh, all-women organization and they want me to lead it with uh, one more uh, lady, Ms. Swanubhuti Jain, along with her. And they were happy to give me everything since day one, you know, work from home, do whatever you want, whenever you want. I said, Chalo, good, let's do it. And that's when I entered in this journey. Though, as I said, nothing that you learn practically implies uh, when you are working towards it. But what happens is when you are into the journey, you know, that some part of your study that you've theoretically done, that practically implies uh, when you're experiencing it. So... Though finance is not not very aggressively involved in my professional right now, but there are certain aspects that we have to explore financials, we have to look into it. So that experience comes in. So I will not say that 100% I'm out of the financial background, uh, 60%, 50% I'm still there, uh, but balance uh, is the other uh, uh, marketing and strategies that we are getting into. So uh, that's where my journey from getting into financial and then moving on to a non-financial background and now doing more of a marketing rather than finances. Awesome. So could you please talk a little bit more about Jito Incubation and Innovation Foundation and tell our listeners about what do you guys do? Yes, sure. So Jito Incubation Innovation Foundation is a very different organization and I would not even term it as an organization. It's a platform where it was built to support entrepreneurs. Now, what had happened in back in those days uh, that uh, the community, the Jain community specifically realized that it was very easy going for all the top guys, you know, top businessmen with high net worth to have access to startups. But all our retail investors or retail businessmen or MSMEs or SMEs, they did, they did not have, they didn't have the time bandwidth and they didn't have the the a vehicle or a platform where they could understand about this ecosystem. Hence, we started with this ecosystem called Jito Incubation Innovation Foundation, where what we did is we realized there are three stakeholders. One is investor, other is entrepreneur, and third one is service giver. So what we did is for entrepreneur, we started Jito Incubation Center, where we incubate gen entrepreneurs from any stage, right, to pre-stage, very, very early stage of their career, of their building up the entrepreneurship or business journey till the end of their tenure. We try and help them completely to grow. And we very clearly say that we try to be a bridge between you as an entrepreneur towards the community on a global level and ecosystem. So that's why we started this uh, in an incubation. We've till now impacted some 100 gen entrepreneurs, incubated some 51, 41 uh, entrepreneurs, grown them to multiple axes. Uh, another platform to support our gen investors was to Jito Angel Network and Jito Shark Angels, where we do is we get deals from a global level. Need not be only gen focused, gen entrepreneur, can be any caste, any community, any startup, any phase, pre-seed to series A, any stage startups, any amount of funding that you need, you come to the platform, it gets evaluated. Once you get selected, you move on to the angel network and you get invested. And again, investors may be 5-10 on a portfolio or on a cap table, but the uh, excess that the entrepreneur gets of the community, right? Today, we are 69 chapters in India, 23 chapters globally, 15,000 plus members. Uh, 
lot of access to high net worth guys, business guys. Uh, today, it is said that the Jain community almost leads in all the industries. So the leaders from all the sectors, and it's, it's it's a very very easy for us to get in touch with anybody anywhere in the globe from the community or outside the community, because that's how we realize that anybody from the community, someone or the other one, does have con- contact with someone. So it's easy access. So this is a platform which helps everybody or all the ecosystem and the stakeholders to support. So that is what GIF is all about, supporting entrepreneurship and investors to grow their assets, to grow their financial, make the financial growth in multiples by accessing to this alternate investment opportunity. That is the amazing work that you guys have been doing, I must say. And with the kind of you know growth that startups are seeing globally, not just in India, uh, I think it's something which is very, very, you know, sort of buzzing in the industry today. So let's see how it unfolds. So my next question to you is, what are some of the factors that have contributed to the rise of women investors in the startup industry? Factors that have given opportunity that have, that have helped is the multiple things now that, you know, a lot of people talk about how are you supporting women entrepreneurs? What are you doing? And there has been focus from the top. Uh, this this is being a top-down approach, supporting women. It's not gone from bottom to up where it is uh, in this male-oriented you know, uh, country. So because government has put pressure, the ecosystems, uh, industries, and everyone has something specific for women now. So in this startup ecosystem, how people are working is, you know, uh, one is uh, ecosystem and a... a Industries is giving opportunity more women workforce. Mm-hmm. Earlier, it was not that it used to be, you know, the uh, uh, lot of issues with women. You know, there's a one issue is their natural cycle, men, men, menstrual is, is an issue. The next issue is they, they get married, there's another issue. Then there were kids, there's another issue. Before kids, there's a pregnancy, there's another issue. So, be, there was a mindset, there was a myth. That people had in mind that if women, uh, women who has so many multiple responsibilities to manage, it is difficult for them to give back to the organization in the way that a man gives. But that has been time and again proven wrong and uh, admitted by the ecosystem and industries that uh, whatever problem or whatever responsibility a woman have, she still can do multitasking work and she'll still is giving 200% of her time and her dedication to the organization or to the responsibility that she's owning to. So so uh, that uh, easy access has become now industries. Now companies are having a percentage of women, you know, uh, people uh, in their workforce. There is more leverage. There is more support. The HR policies have become streamlined and easy for women. So that's their one. Uh, then financially, because women are growing up on the ladder and they have taken a leadership roles. So financially, women have become independent as a result of which women are today, you know, able to take a decision to invest in the startup ecosystem. So what was going back is again, you take a decision, but still you have to go back home and ask that I plan to invest in. But uh, today it's not there. I would not say that it is opened up completely. It's still growing. It's still very, very early in a nascent stage. But women who are financially independent are taking decisions. In fact, women who are even not financially independent, I would not say not financially independent, but who are, you know, uh, homemakers, but still have a lot of kitty and their decisions are respected to invest in. So the respect to women is given on the decision that they're taking and investing in, be it stock market, be it startup, but that that openness has come in and that is that is what that is, you know, growing in nowadays. 
So that is there, one of the very important things. Then I would also put in how awareness has grown. As I said in the beginning, it's a top-down approach. So there's a lot of awareness now. A lot of women are now highly educated because of which all these major professional growth, investment growth, startup opportunities, entrepreneurship has been taking place. So I see there is a huge rise in the women, not obviously up to the expectation, but if I go a decade down the line, I see it's a massive change. Lot to do, lot to happen, but I'm glad uh, we are we are very happy and glad to see the change that is happening. Especially if I talk about the organ, the community that I work in, right? Our Jain community is is was hundred percent male dominated. This community never ever had. In fact, my parent company, Jito Jain International Trade Organization, till 2018-19, they never had even a women director in a 42 director organization company, right? In 2020. 1920-20, there was a first women director who entered and that was almost in, in a one and a half decade. So, so, so now the presence is coming and we are glad to see that it is acceptable now. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with what you said that though we have come, you know, far away from where we used to be when it comes to women in business. But obviously the road ahead is still long and we still have a lot of uh, things to cover up. And my next question too is related to that itself. I mean, I wanted to ask that what are some of the challenges that women investors face in the startup industry? What? You know, the one is obviously gender bias. I already spoke, right? The women, the, it's there, it's a mindset and it's a myth. People think about there's the way too many uh, responsibilities that uh, will she be able to, you know, uh, able to do justice to the role that you're giving. So that gender bias is there. It's still there and it will take a while to move out of it. Um, because of gender bias is there, there's a limited access to the uh, communication, limited access to information, limited access to a network. You know, uh, you, if you're a woman, uh, may, maybe you will not get access to a certain event that you have to go. Maybe there are another group. Another person in your organization, male, would go. Traveling is a restriction. These all restrictions is resulting into limited information that is being there. So have limited access. Mm, or oh, what else I can add into her, you know, maybe because of all of these, there is lack of confidence, less lack of uh, self-promotion that is there. And today also still there are challenges that women are facing. I would not say that women are all ready and all women give 200%. There are challenges in work-life balances that a women are still struggling, still getting, getting it over it. A lot of women during COVID had to, you know, give up their professional career and move back home for, because of multiple issues that we all are aware of. So these are multiple challenges, but all these challenges eventually lies down in a one bottom line, uh, you know, saying that the gender biasness. If that gender biasness is not there, then there is openness for information then there is an openness to at least give an opportunity to do it you know if they're capable they explore if not you don't give them an opportunity if they do that there's a confidence there's a self-promotion uh, there is a representativeness uh, in the major factors so that's one of the major uh, you know uh, challenges that women face even today right if, if i talk about us in the community as well at jito uh, we will all had this, but today now we are pushing towards a women leading an organization. We we push towards women entrepreneurships. We we have all women cohort entrepreneur that we are taking care of. Only Jain women uh, cohort where twelve weeks we constantly mentor them, guide them, focus in their growth. How you will do it? How you have to do it? Why you have to do it? So these all to be fed in because again women have a problem of being in the comfort zone. 
I'm happy. I'm chilling, watching my Netflix, watching my Facebook, Instagram. I don't want to go nine to five job. I don't want to do it. So that is another challenge that women make for themselves as a comfort zone, which they have to come out with. So all these things they have to work around uh, to to step forward and prove themselves. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. And I think all this has sort of led to like an unconscious bias, and you know, not just in terms of. men in the industry but also amongst women i mean considering that yours is an all women led organization and you guys are still doing wonders you guys have made your organization work you are you guys are successful so it's not like you can't function without this i mean challenges are going to be there they have always been there and we have come far away where we have realized that okay those can be sort looked after those can be fought so definitely um kudos to women like you you know who have come out and literally outshined and laid a path for the rest of the women in the industry to you know come forward and take this especially in the startup industry because we barely talk about women in startup industry i mean most most of the entrepreneurs that we see even when i myself take my case then i studied in college so every time we have somebody coming over they're mostly men who are coming over so it's so good to see women also taking the charge and coming in and you know running business on their own shoulders which is amazing no in fact you know there are lot of women in this lot of women who are working in the startup ecosystem and as you very rightly put in you know it is an unconscious biasness that women have created it's not that men have said that no you can't do it because if you men no you've created it you made yourself into that you got yourself into that shelf you know that comfort zone that or i can't do it it's not you can't do it you don't want to do it hence that biasness is coming if you wish to do it step forward prove it and take it totally agree so what are some of the ways that investors can advocate for more women led startup so there are multiple things already happening today uh, as i said lot of government led opportunities government initiatives are hanging around as a low hanging fruit in that government scheme led uh, initiatives which which are motivating more women you know to participate uh, to be part of this startup ecosystem as an entrepreneur as an investor so multiple initiatives have been taken so uh, and it has been outspoken everywhere today you know nothing like a, a very a uh, new initiative new thing that is coming across but uh, i will just put across few things that you know yesterday i was in an event uh, it was a uh, morgan stanley speakers and uh, there were few people around from incubay so incubay is a pune based uh, incubator uh, plus investor i'm not sure if you know so incubay is a all women investors all women startups and they are in today in lakhs and thousands of numbers on a national level and all they do is only women sessions we were some approximately 25 30 of us with the folks from morgan stanley yavish kar uh, artha capital and entrepreneurs and startups want to be startups and entrepreneurs people want to get out of their normal life and do something different all those guys were there so initiatives have been taken people are aware of it uh, the fact that a lot of people yesterday that i met they came from all the way from suburbs you know the event was in dermi in loparel and people from suburbs and arimen point all landed up in a peak hour during 6 to 8 in the evening is that uh, there is there is an enough message that is spread across to do something uh, apart from that uh, what people uh, is what are doing is specific mentorship for startups specific uh, support there are anyway specific funds for women there is a fund called off fund your story does something for all women called her story so so there are a lot of uh, initiatives that have taken uh, 
what extra that people can do is to to give a chance my my uh, request to all these organizations companies industries everyone would be that that uh, with all due respect you hired women hats off to you but do give them couple of chances so way beyond their you know capabilities to show them they prove them because if women take anything in their hand be it out of their purview or out of their education qualification or, or for that matter anything that they don't even have an information they will run down to it they will do their research and they will fight it out back and give you a successful story at least you know so to give it a try out if not you have a reason why not to give but do give it a shot let women travel uh, there is nothing that women can't travel in the middle of the night i travel i do my daily trips uh, from different cities i come back home at 3 am in the morning and there is nothing you know everybody knows their uh, way to out everybody knows how to protect themselves given opportunity and lot of women are doing it up so so there are these multiple things uh, uh, that are being happening uh, that are being doing that are been working around to support to encourage and to grow women led startups investors our uh, women led investors are very very few unfortunately because of i would not say the decision to invest in is just that uh, lack of time uh, if a professional is working for a dream to struggle from home to office kids back work traveling so it's difficult for them to get unless otherwise they are into the ecosystem and they are doing a day in day out apart from that it's very difficult for women to do it but my urge to all these women to be that give half an hour it's your own thing to multiply your own growth your financials your knowledge because there are a lot of innovative things coming in so to all women at home at workplace they should work around it to enhance their knowledge and explore this investment opportunities in ecosystem be part of any network if you are a gen you can be part of gif if you are even if you are don't want to be part of gif there are multiple platforms on a global level national level join them and explore it brilliant answer and uh, thank you pooja for joining us and sharing some amazing point of views with us and our listeners it was totally a treat to have you and to listen from such strong women who have been leading the pack and doing some amazing work So thank you for joining us on this episode. Thank you so much Arjit. Thank you so much for uh, having me and trying to give me a chance to speak up about women uh, and what we can do towards uh, I really appreciate you taking that initiative uh, uh, to pass on the message and make and uh, in motivate women to be part of it. Uh, I wish you all the very best and thank you so much. Thank you and thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode.